Here it is. The episode you've been waiting for. The Neighborhood Sellers Podcast with your hosts, Nico and Sasha Antanasio. Grab a chair, grab a drink, grab a friend, and enjoy the conversation. Uh, yeah, now since I took you off of mucus, Sasha cannot control herself when the intro goes on. She finds a way to make a noise. It's like your John Luigi or Gigi just talking on the phone. When you tell me not to do something, you're, I'm gonna go out of my way to do it. You're the worst. Uh huh. Okay. But nonetheless, good morning, Sasha. How are you doing? <laughs> good morning, Nico, and welcome to the Neighborhood Sellers Podcast, everyone. Yes. I missed you guys. Today we have a couple of amazing. So could I just amazing. share something about no, this? No, 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 no. I'm talking right now. I woke up maybe like six or seven times today. Uh-huh. Hoping I didn't oversleep. Like I was just so looking forward and you I never oversleep ever. And I couldn't fall I couldn't fall asleep last night. Like, I was so rest like honestly, I was so looking forward today. Mm. I honestly feel like this is gonna be one of our best episodes. I think so too. And you know what it is? Everyone we bring onto this episode are, are friends of ours. Absolutely. Right? It's people that we know, they're friends of ours, uh people we respect in the business, um, mentors we've had on. I mean, we've had all different people walk the life. Guys and the Devils were here. Absolutely. This is our very first podcast. I and mean, we had family members on. I mean, we had our kids on it. Yeah. This is our very first podcast. That is strictly... Are you, are you laughing? <laughs> what, what was funny? The mic that I was messing with again. Oh, because you're not supposed Anyways. to make noise, right? Yeah, exactly. This is the very first podcast that every person on here, we can call them like... Brothers or sisters, like relatives. Absolutely. So, who do you want to introduce? Because Everybody. We have a slew of people here. No, I want to introduce everyone. All right. So, can you do two, and I'll do one. Okay. And can who we shut? Can we shut the phone? Can we shut the phone? Can we shut the phone? And and on top of the phone is on top of the mic. Okay, you go first. All right. So I've mentioned on the podcast, probably just in talking, that I've been a firefighter. Been a firefighter since two thousand and five. Why now, you had to take him? Because I just, why? Because it was a purpose. Because <laughs> I have a backstory for every single one of these guys. So we could have just coin flipped and well, okay, no, kind of coin flip. We could have dice rolled, mm. and I would have got any. You know, I had a backstory. Okay. So when he joined his company, uh-huh. I had no interest in knowing who he was. Okay. None. None. He would call, text, say, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> I had no interest at all. <laughs> I remember that too. Then a mutual friend, Giuseppe, from Saddlebrook, texts me. He goes, yo, my boy just joined your office. I'm like, yo, who's your boy? I'm going to go <laughs> look for him. I want to say what's up. He goes, was the Italian connection stepped in? No, it was- but it was actually, it was just Giuseppe from the firehouse. I mean, from the fire, from Saddlebrook. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was going out looking for this guy, Justin. I'm like, yo, where's Justin? <laughs> He goes, yo, what's up, man? I'm Justin Griffin. I'm like, yo, are you the same guy who keeps on texting and calling me? He goes, yeah. I'm like, yo, what's up, bro? <laughs> he goes, yo, I'm like, yo, pff, cut that, cut that chase, bro. I don't, I don't even know any of that. But Justin, welcome to the show. Justin Griffin from Carnegie Title. How you doing, bro? 
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, very good. I have to say that that was like the hardest cold call, like sales call ever. And then it flipped to the easiest one ever. He's like, oh, you're a firefighter? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, cool. Come on in. It was like, I, oh, man, he was tough to deal with in the beginning. I just but, didn't want to deal with yeah. any. Like, you know what the thing is? No, but you know what? You know why it was tough? If you had reached out to me first and then gone the other way, instead you reached out to him. That's why it was the hardest cold call of your life. But you know what? It's all good. Yeah, but when I first it's started, we didn't even, like, I didn't even know that you were a part of that. I like even I existed. Was, yeah, so like now, it, it hasn't changed now. It was just like, go call Nico. <laughs> He's the guy. So, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. But that was the information I was given. But anyway, my boy Don Giuseppe, he hooked us up. Oh, man, he did. And he hooked us up. So, so Seish, you. you want to go with the other two guests? Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm going to go with, obviously, fitting. Um, my bestie's in the house, Cynthia. AKA Remy. What's we call her Remy because we named her, we, we call each other Remy um, because we named each other after Remy Ma because we're badass bitches. That's why from back in the day. And um, to backstory, nice. like, just like Nikki had a backstory as well. We didn't like each other. No, we didn't. We despised each other. And right. um, we worked at Fridays like way, way back, like 50 years ago together. And um, we used to have some fun stuff I going on. I'm from Jersey. Is that one? <laughs> Is that why? Because you're super aggressive? And we used to, yeah, we used to bond over our friend, um, Keta One. And he was like our best. During, during shifts. Yeah, yeah, while we were at work, <laughs> Keta One used to just hang with That's us. Great. And we had the best shifts ever. And then we became besties. And now, 50 years later, we're still besties. I know, she's like my sister. I know. She, yeah, Although exactly. You were, you were hard to, like. Yeah. I wonder if he likes me or not. Who, me? Oh, yeah. No, you know what was the best part? When I, I was you pregnant, from the right? When I, yeah. Right. Yeah, 100%. okay. When he walked in one time, right, because I used to tell him I had really bad back pains when I was pregnant with John Luigi, and I couldn't get any prenatal massages going on. And Remy was like, yo, I got some massage oil. I'm going to come massage you. I brought my Chinese massage. Yeah, her little, like her little remedy. <laughs> I don't remember this. She was massaging me in the living room one day. He walks in, and really? he was like, I don't remember he this. was like, you guys are like friends, right? Like friends, like sister friends. Like you guys haven't like... And I'm like, no, we're just like legit friends. We've just never like gone. I felt we never even she made out of anything. Like you're one of my girlfriends. I've never made out with like ever. We've never done anything at all. Like which is amazing. I was like, no. Wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait. wait. I made out with most of my girlfriends. Absolutely. Like wow. why not? I didn't know that. And neither did I. <laughs> oh, can we can we can we just introduce our next yeah, guest before absolutely. we just go into okay. this rabbit hole? Because I could so see this rabbit hole just opening up even more. But so that was the backstory. So absolutely, the next guest, the obviously we le we left the best for last. Look at Joe getting closer. Yeah. Joe's like, give me my moment. <laughs> we introduced Joe D Piazza in the house. He's our go-to for everything related to real estate. No, also, it's not, even, it's not even real estate. No, I was gonna say also <laughs> anything personal. No, 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 because Amy he's our he's our real estate attorney, a preferred real estate attorney. Also, we use him for everything, anything involving. Law at all. I'm deaf in my right ear. You do know this. That's why I'm loud as fuck. I was just going to put just... Okay, because you turned off my mic. No, I didn't turn okay, off my mic. I was just going to go with the attorney. There we go. Joe D. Piazza in the house. Guys. I was just going to go with the attorney. You know, this... Oh, the cha yeah. Yeah. Yes. The amount of money that Joe could charge us just from yo, asking legit. stupid questions. I'm like, yo, you know <laughs> So, funny story with Joe. He would own our asses. I was trying to sit down. So, no. So, a mutual, a mutual friend at the time was trying to introduce Joe and I. I remember right? that. I remember this too. <laughs> and <laughs> I, he was like, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. That's our, and we finally got out to have a beer one night. At Grant's. Right? Yeah, yeah. 
and Nick was completely <laughs> closed off to the idea of making anybody new. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody else seen a theme yeah, here? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the worst. If you guys had gone the other way, the and you know what? It's because of me, that person. I was like, yo, it's 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 a lunch, it's a dinner. They want to buy you a bit, go, bro. And he's like, nah, I'm not. I'm like, how is that gonna hurt you? Go and stop. Dude, just get out of your own I really, head. We went to Grants, too. It was outside during COVID. Or COVID had just finished. Oh, wow. <clears throat> you just had your daughter. Right. Oh, yeah. And he was still, like, all masked up. You know, and right. Yeah, he was so. like, I mean, yeah. I mean, your, your daughter was only a few months old. And Bill was not playing with Rona. He no, was like, uh-uh. no, he wasn't. <laughs> and, um, but I, <clears throat> excuse me. And I, you know, I always give you the look. I'll come here and use the cough button. But anyway, the attorney that we were using. Uh-huh. Was a, it was a, he's a, he since been retired, he was a, a paid fire captain in Hackensack, oh, yeah. and I used him as an attorney. Well, you know, once the fire hood, the fire hood rules deep, bro. But the thing is, we end up giving Joe a little bit, a little bit, and to the point we're like, how how can we not give Joe exactly? Everything? But guys, thank you so much for joining us. It, it really means a lot to Sasha and I. Absolutely. Hey, did you do what you have to do? Uh, no, I can't get through it. You have to because you have knowing until, that we have, have friends like, like you guys, um, and we can literally reach out to um, in the industry we're in. First of all, in real estate itself, right? Um, when you have preferred people that you go to, your group of lenders, title, um, attorney, whoever. Um, it not only makes a transaction, it can also break a transaction. If you don't know the person, if you don't know what's going on and all this good stuff, um, Cindy's here. And if you don't know, um, uh, God damn, I love I my brought a posse in, that's There why. we go, yeah. <laughs> I totally love my dream. I had to bring a posse in. <laughs> um, it's funny, though, because I was just thinking about that this morning. I have to give a, a talk in a little bit. Uh-huh. And um, really what we're trying to teach or explain is that when an agent or when a buyer or seller hires an agent, they're hiring you because of your professionalism and, and all of that, like all of that good stuff. But your team is an extension of you. So if you have a solid team, like you should be promoting that and like, you know, telling, you know, potential, uh, you know, potential customers that that's what you're, you know, why it's important to use, you know, you guys and stuff like that. And, and, and I think on top of the team aspect of it, people automatically assume when it comes to realtors as realtors, attorneys. Realtors, mortgage lenders, they don't realize the outside stuff. The settlement company, the title company, the designers, the uh, stagers, the um, movers, the uh, accountants. There's a lot more than just the go-to lender and attorney, right? I mean, For sure, yeah. And, and the weakest link in that team could sink a whole transaction oh my god and that's the biggest component that we deal with a lot is having a strong team having somebody you could know is going to step in and and pick up slack whether whether it's necessary or you know you could call somebody at at 12 midnight for an answer that's where where when you're not involved in a in a team environment that's where things start to get a little crazy when you can't rely on everyone else it's also the you're going to help me out with this word, camaraderie? Is that, is that how you say, Sash? Camaraderie, I, yeah. yeah. You, got, uh, you got this one. I'm, I'm my first shot. Look man. at that, you. That's, that's uh, uh, like, um, a... The yeah. Italian persuasion got it this morning. I, I Look at him. It's almost as good as Sasha trying to, say, compartmentalize yesterday. Yo, you yeah. couldn't get it at all. <laughs> I was, yo, I was, like, glitching like the Matrix yesterday. 
Huh. Why are you nipple that's, flicking me already in front of everybody? Like, wait until they leave, bro. That was the... Back uh, up. No, that's the old one. I thought that was the new one. Um, but, you know, we... Like, the thing is, we have, you know, we have that camaraderie, but we also it's that friendship. So it's not a text message that is just like, you know, it could be a text message just talking about like what we're talking about just now, the, the, the stadium series like mm-hmm. hey did you get your tickets I'm trying to get it right now yeah. <laughs> which, which you have another I know you gave me the code 45 minutes before I know, but you know you it guys... goes to the other set group of uh, people oh dang yeah so we're recording this right when uh, our season ticket holders have the pre-sale for the Devils Flyers stadium series in mm. February I think going into sports now yeah but um it's it's that friendship thing because at the same time, you know, I, I see when you have a better connection to someone you know, you have that that secondary level of trust. Right? Absolutely. You use an inspector you've, that you know. Yeah, you, you trust the guy because he's trained. He knows what he's doing. Right. That, that you have that professional trust. Absolutely. With us, anytime I give a client to Joe. You know, one of the things that the attorneys always do, you know, or tend to do, they'll reach out to the real estate agent and ask, hey, what should we do on the rider? What should we do? You know, not on the rider, on the um, on the um, the contract. Should we add? When Joe sends it, I don't look at any, any meal. You're good? No, I'm going to do it afterwards. I can't. I can't. <laughs> After 11? Yeah, you have like 45 minutes. You, to get but it done. you don't understand. Don't then it goes to the rest of the season ticket holders. It's good. It's good. We're all good. Why are you, why are you like, um, Thinking, uh, I can't even. I'm, oh God damn! But anyway, so, <laughs> so like Joe sent an email. I, I know. There's no I, worry. I don't look at any emails until I see a text message. If I see him send a text message, it's probably because Yo, this idiot didn't read any of my emails. <laughs> yeah, Joe, I haven't read none of them. Yeah, because Joe's on the deal. We know it's gonna get taken care of. Exactly. And we know there's gonna be no fumbles, and it's gonna be an amazing deal. When we have them, when we have both of them on the deals, Joe and Justin, ah. Uh, that's a Hail Mary. Well, you know, at the same on time. On the Patriots. That's but, like, but, yo. But at the same time. Would, taking it home. Would Justin. Taking though, Brady home. Where Justin comes in on it. Because between Justin and Cynthia's companies. Mm-hmm. It, you know, actually, all three of you guys are optional. You guys are optional profes- uh, professional services. You know, I wanted, to, I wanted to ask that question. Why is it important to have title or have a real estate attorney on a transaction? Well, for the real estate component of it, right, obviously what we're doing is reviewing a legal contract, which is binding, right? And there are lots of pitfalls that could come up or happen that could place your buyer or your seller in, in some hot water if they're not prepared and adequately represented in the process, right? And for the title component of it, um, it's it's very important because a, a owner's title insurance policy protects them from any defects in lien uh, defects in title on the property meaning that there's a lien or something like that that comes up 10 years down the road say for example and it wasn't found now um, that insurance will protect that buyer from having to pay anything out of pocket in the future and including attorney's fees and whatnot and I'll let Justin speak to that I was going to say, Joe, that was pretty good. If that this whole good, uh, lawyer yeah, thing really doesn't good. work out for yeah. you, come and join our title team. I think you answered that the best I could. No, but um, and, and listen, I mean, South Jersey and North Jersey, it's night and day. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so one, the South Jersey agents hate North Jersey agents. They just, yeah. they just hate us. So when I do contracts, I use our 
team number, which is an 856 number, which is a South Jersey number. I don't put my 201 number. The second you would put 201, they automatically say, oh, shit, this guy's a Benny. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and the deal just dies right there. But as far as like that, they don't use, and I've had offers get declined because I'm from North Jersey and we use attorneys. Mm. So not that I say to my clients, you, you, listen, they do have the right, but I advocate, I'm not a fucking attorney. I'm 100%. not going to deal with this shit. And I write down in all my emails, especially when they decide not to use an attorney, I write down in all my emails, I will help you professionally when it comes to real estate. I cannot give you any guidance as I am not an attorney. Please reach out to an attorney every single time. And on the other side, when a real estate agent responds back, I will not negotiate this. I am not an attorney. I can ask my clients. And they're like, no, we do this. I'm like, but... You may practice law without a license all the mm -hmm. time. I'm not going to get That's involved with that shit. my pay grade. I'm, I'm not getting involved yeah. with that shit. Yeah, I say that like three times a week. I'll be like, <laughs> I am not qualified to give legal advice. Go Call talk to buddy. Joe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, who wants to be on the hook for that stuff? Exactly, 100%. Um, Cynthia, what would you say it's the most essential part of, <clears throat> or no, 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 actually, what is um, a fumble that you've seen on, on title? What do you mean, like fumbles? like a like okay, worst so I've seen on a title or the worst scenario you've seen on a title that can speak to why it is important I mean, to get title insurance. That's a that's a loaded question. It is, and it can go many different ways as well. Um, I don't know, estate stuff. You know, I think it's more more estate stuff. Although I feel like the past year, everyone's just selling like properties that they never thought that they could sell before. You know, liens beyond liens or defective title or suit, something with suit. I don't know. That has nothing to do with title, but I just, I've been noticing a lot of properties this past year is having a lot of issues. But, you know, it's between the attorneys and the buyers and the sellers to, to handle all that settlement. We just come in, help you with your numbers, make sure you get your documents closed, um, get your deed recorded, checks out, you know. I, I leave it to the attorneys to, to handle all of that. The Joe? <laughs> the emotional stuff. <laughs> the emotional stuff in it. And there's the a lot of emotions involved in real estate with oh, everything. Yeah. Everything oh, yeah. we do that involves. I know my strengths and weaknesses, <clears throat> and my strength is working very hard and diligently. Like, I'm OCD with a lot of stuff that I do. So I'm there to, to help and guide everyone and assist everyone. But when it comes to, like, a lot of those back-and-forth emotions, you know, when it comes to real estate... You know, I'm nice as I can, and then I just refer them to their attorney to make sure that, you know, it's Absolutely. handled properly. You know, um, just piggybacking off that emotional comment, what's one of the most emotional parts of a real estate transaction? Nick, I would say it's the inspections, right? You know, that's when people get really fired mm -hmm. up about stuff that may be wrong in the house, right? And further to your last comment, when an attorney's not involved and you have to negotiate um, repairs or credits mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff, it could get pretty, you know, pretty problematic really mm -hmm. quickly, right? So that's always a good reason why you want to have a team of professionals involved. Especially if they're in the beginning, they're like, as is property. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. problem. Inspection Until, comes through. Exactly. Do you think they'll give us a credit? I'm like, well, listen, I tell, <laughs> I tell every client, every property has is. Because yeah. you can just say no to any credits. Absolutely. So every property, when you sell it, is as is. 
I, but that doesn't mean you can't ask for it. You can always ask. Like, you never know. Could, there was yeah. something that happened the other day. Um, I don't even remember. My short-term memory is shot. But um, he was in my ear. I remember talking to him on the phone as I was doing it. And he's like, don't even bother. But I asked a question. And because I asked a question, the person was like, yeah, I can do this for you. I don't remember what, what it was. But you never know. And it doesn't hurt to ask, right? Cindy is also in the house, guys. Say hi to Cindy. She's also um, key sediment. Oh, um, by the way, we didn't give everybody your handles um, for social, social media. media. Yes. For Instagram, TikTok, wherever you're at. We'll start with Joe. J-A-D Law Firm. Oh, look at you. <laughs> and listen, bro, I am loving the Instagram. I'm um, loving the fact that you finally got an Instagram after me. Like, dude, it, was it, like, it took like a good year for you to totally finally get on social media. I was like, bro, can you like hurry up already? I'm done begging you. Like, just do it. Yeah, mine is uh, justin.carnegie.title. Pretty easy to find me. Justin.carnegie.title. Awesome. Keysettlements.com uh, key because I do not have a social media. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I do not like to be on public display, but Cindy here, that's why I brought my posse. She doesn't mind being on the Facebook and the Instagram and the, the Facebook. I love the way she said the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm more behind the scenes. I'm like the Matrix. I'm the one that controls in the I back. Know, right? okay? The numbers. I do the, you know. The micromanaging and making sure that everything goes out on time and like everything. She manages the staff. Yes. <laughs> I'm a good wife. She's I am exactly. a good wife. She, she, yeah, she manages the staff. I'm like, yes. okay. Like, they're out of line. Control if I, if my man is fed every single day, you know that you can count on me for work, too. <laughs> Once my kids are alive at the end of the day, you know I did great. I yes. did amazing. Especially I, with John Luigi. You're keeping him... <laughs> Yeah, you keep keeping him that good. kid in check, yeah. dude. It's like it's a full time job. I mean, the other day I literally saw him climbing a tree. Like it was like all of a sudden I look and he's like 15 feet in the air. I'm like, how did he? There's the kickball thing. You know what? This is I'm the crazy like, Get part. From there. Did you see him Just do the <laughs> pony back ride with the deers? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he he tells me he, tack he tackled was, a deer and started riding it. I was like, Nick, if from moving forward. If we know I got to go have fun somewhere and I got to be able to like, I want to be able to be an adult guy sometimes, right? And I can't be as when the kids are around. As much of an adult as you could be. Yeah, uh, yeah as much. <laughs> yeah, you know. Give him, give him a little, you know, something, something real quick because that deserves something. Yeah. But I was like. I don't know why it's so low. It's super, yeah. I don't know. I, don't I know thought it was I just because my ear wasn't working. Oh, but, um, someone lowered it, Sasha. I didn't. Yeah, okay. When did I, t okay, whatever. It's possible. But so he goes to me, he was like, he was actually really amazing in kickball. I'm like, the fuck, which kid were you looking at, bro? <laughs> because if you were looking at our kids, you must be blind. You must be out your mind. Did you see when he ran across the street when a car was coming? Did you see when he ran after the deer? my energy a little. Did you? <laughs> Can you just raise it just a little bit Did more? you see when he, and he was like, oh, no, but he was better than no. I'm like, no, sweetheart, you Can, were playing. Can I add something? And you were involved in the this? sports. I was over there running after a kid at like. That's why I didn't sit up there because I know Sasha so well. I know Remy so well. I'm like, you guys sit up there. I'm gonna sit in the back over here. I love you. You know Dude, I love you. And I'm deaf in the right ear. No, so I'm even bad. worse. I'm yeah, we're, this is a little close. Yeah. yeah. Like, Joe and I are in the splash zone right now. <laughs> the splash zone. That's like why I picked the back. I was like, like, you know what? Let them, let them go in what the front. What is that wheel calling up? Mike Tyson knockout. Is that the video game you talking about? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, so we, maybe we should talk about real estate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Oh you know what? It's, this is something just for people that don't understand how the process works as far as buyers, you know. And we, our, our 
audience is so well that you know van, uh, vast vast i guess is that how you pronounce it? Well, we have, yeah. i'm no, just trying to, yeah. trying to sound good on this but we have people that are you guys almost got in the real in the business as far as realtors we have you know people just out in the business you know looking you know listening to it as far as just clientele and stuff they don't understand what happens after the offer gets in because that's when actually the background the, that's when the work actually comes in absolutely and ladies you guys see a lot more of this than everybody else what are the most common because i know there's just stupid amount of just like things that pop up but what is the most common thing you see come up on a file that is just like I can't well, believe this happened. Well, we get towards the end of everything. Yeah, exactly. That's after after your mortgage commitment or if you're doing a cash deal towards the end. But right. A lot of it is walkthrough issues. Walkthrough issues towards the end is usually right. our well, thing. Or go ahead. Well, no, I, I mean. I, just, yeah, just. There, um, go. there we go. <laughs> no, because it's been a, I guess, um, I don't know if it was, it's a pet peeve of mine because it does start from the beginning, which is the start of the contract. And I've always felt that like, um, the names on contracts is one of the issues that we've yes. come across because whatever the names are of the buyers, the sellers, follows through the whole transaction. So by the time we get it, it's like, you know, like it could be as simple as, you know, I had one where Especially the, the, loans. the yeah. loans, they go, they're very strict with the names on the contract. Yeah, because whatever the name on the contract is, is what the loan's going to be in, what the title's going to be in, what the deed's going to be in. And I went all the way to closing, and I had a package where the wife, they're married, but she never changed her last name. Oh, but man. the contract had it as if she did. So it causes, it was an easy fix, but now it causes the closing to last another hour because we're now having to fix it at the table. So it's like getting the lenders to try to change it, and then, you know, title has to run judgments on that. So it just, as, as a simple Thing, like as easy as that is, that is what causes some delays in, in some of the transactions. It's just the name, you know, and who's really, you know, um, buying the property. So I always, I, I have a friend that's a realtor too, and I'm like, just look at the driver's license. Just, you know, just ask, <laughs> like, just figure out what the name is. And then even like a spouse, like sometimes the husband's going in the contract and they never ask, like, hey, do you want your wife on the deed? Like, you know, mm -hmm. like, but they're like, oh, no, 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 she's going to just, you know, I'm the only one on the loan, but the contract is really who's owning the property. And I'm glad you, Absolutely. I'm glad you said that, because Joe, you know, the, there's a one question that we get so much <coughs> that we put offers in, and like, so we have people on the loan, you know, so say someone is, you know, the breadwinner, the bread, bread maker, right? Breadwinner, no. Breadwinner. Okay, right. I, yeah. Right. For whatever. The cake maker, yeah. For whatever the reason, it sounds very, so, <laughs> it sounds very chauvinistic. The baker. It sounded so vanistic, and uh, you know, as people may not know, on November seventh, column one, I am running for mayor <laughs> in, the, in the borough of Dumont. Justin's gonna be the first husband. And, yes. Um, we got to talk about that parking ordinance, though. <laughs> you saw my post. Yeah. Oh, you saw topic my topic issue. You saw my. You saw my post. Well, maybe this is like meet the press. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so. The, if you take that away, that ordinance away, I'll vote for you. You got my vote. Listen, just like I put it in the post, and not listen, and I'm listen, not, listen I'm, to the we're not, we're, talk we're not going into the, the 
I do believe. Sydney, in case you didn't know, he's running for mayor in our town. I just heard. Yeah. I just whispered it to me. Yeah. Like, what? So, one thing I do I, in life in general, I always uh-huh. do my due diligence. Mm-hmm. And for there's always something. There's and we and Justin and I learned this in the fire service. There's for there's for everything you see. There's a rhyme and reason for it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, why do you know when we do fire attack? Why are we going clockwise rather than counterclockwise? Although south of the equator, they go counterclockwise and clockwise. Oh my now, god, you just lost me. Uh, when you start us, sp- <sighs> Justin, why no, we, no, no, never mind. Why, let's just skip over. Why do we go let's clockwise? Just just, let's yo, just skip over let's, let's go, let's just skip let's go over. nerd talk real quick. Why do you go? Oh my God. All right, so for people wondering why we go clockwise, is to bring fresh air from behind you, past you. If you go counterclockwise, you're just bringing that crap air that you're trying to, you know, the, the superheated heat and all that shit, mm. the smoke, you don't want to bring it to you. You want to bring it away from you. So that's why you go, you know, clockwise, bring the fresh air out that way. Um, and then because it's the very equ- interesting because the equator is the opposite of us and the toilets flush opposite of the equator. Okay, thank you for noting. All right, but anyway, yeah, moving so, on. <laughs> what? So, Joe, look at what you started. Yeah. Is that true? Joe, look at- <laughs> yeah, yeah, check it out. Check it. Listen, let me go check that. Out. Do you guys not realize I'm the biggest nerd you probably guys have ever met? I know stupid shit about everything. Stupid shit about stupid shit all the freaking time. So. In the past podcast, God I spent I spent a good couple of minutes of talking about how Vince Scully explained why they called home plate home plate. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. know why? No. Oh man. Just in short of it, you guys should have just said yes. Just in short of it, just to make it short, because last time you guys have to listen to that podcast to really understand it. But at one point, they actually used a home plate as home plate. You know, there was brass, it was copper, it was wood. Mm. Uh, it was different designs, but at one point it was actually in a home plate, and that's what. And Vince Scully, I mean, the guy from Pagoda, from the town I grew up in. But anyway, mm-hmm. but one thing that's common with us when we write offers, there's somebody who makes more money or has better credit. So there, and the other person who makes less money and has horrible, worse credit or horrible credit, it's smart for them to be left off the loan if the other person can support the full loan themselves. The biggest question we get is, well, I want to be on the loan so I can be on the on the deed. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, explain why it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Um, first of all, a, a name could be added to the deed without being on the loan. But if a party, if parties are married, um, regardless of whether or not a spouse's name is on the deed, mm-hmm. they still have a marital interest in the property, meaning that the other spouse cannot sell it out from under them take the money, and then that other spouse will be left high and dry. They're always going to be entitled to. But what happens if that, so like, so say. Um, there was a scenario recently where um, someone we know, uh, the husband signed a, oh, shit, that's a right. listing agreement. They ended up selling the property, but only the husband was on yeah. the listing agreement. Not supposed to. Happen. Not exactly. That was a big fumble on the, um, on the relative's part. And on the contract. <clears throat> Obviously, but um, it ended up working itself out because they obviously married and one's not trying to screw the other one out. Are they getting divorced? No, no, no. no. no they're, they're together. They're just relo- yeah. they're relocating out of state. Yeah. yeah. But she called us because she wasn't happy. with. They were asking for like $20,000 in credits Yeah. for uh, stucco on the side of the house. I'm like, in this market, people are dying to buy a house. If they're asking for $20,000, they're probably trying to break the deal. Yeah. And they're like, no, they're like, they really want to buy the house. I'm like, and... She was right. They, really, they were just looking for credits, and the again, they don't use real. They don't use attorneys down there. Mm-hmm. The realtors know each other. The realtors are just, and I'm like, just letting you know, 
if they're asking for this much money in credit and you guys give it, negotiate the commissions off what the sale price is sure. because you, and at the same time, you have, say, transfer tax. Don't be paying all that extra money because you cut these guys a deal because that's all showing what the recorded uh, price is. Good advice. Oh, look at you. But, it is. That's, that, you know, that's good non-legal advice. But <laughs> this was also a family friend. Who knows? I was not yeah. an attorney. And yeah. also, I represented myself as, yeah. hey, I'm he just... He was like, I'm giving advice, but I'm this just is a, not real advice. I'm just a nerd. I'm just a nerd that knows stuff. I'm not giving you any legal advice. Please contact. And I, and I don't know how many times I give out Joe's information to people. Oh I'm my like, God. just call this On guy. On a regular. Just call this guy. We're like, he gives free consultations, like over the phone, a text message. No, I never call. say that, Joe. I, I say, I, I say, say it I all do the that, time. I do that a lot too. And it's especially with like the first time. time home buyer, like the really nervous oh, ones. Man, They're man. like the worst. Everybody knows. Those are my best. But Joe's really good at handling those. Yeah. <laughs> He's got like the patience of a saint. I, it's, it's, I'm He's just you. very like mellow and late. If it's just me and him and we're just one on one, I get down to his level because I'm like, I have to match him. But when it's everybody else, I'm like just me. But it's like, Have it, has anyone outside of Sasha and I seen asshole Joe? Like, <laughs> I have not. No. Oh my god, I've it is. I've been amazing. trying to get Joe on the golf course because I want that to come out. I'm no, gonna dude, see him. asshole Joe <laughs> is amazing. And the fucking vibe. Like when he turns, I'm like, yo, hold up, this is the Joe. He's we like, are you? Playing with this person. He's like, get this done now. I'm like, Jesus He's Christ, Joe. Like, like, Joe, like, what? That, that email thread. Those, those are, those are the scariest time. attorneys because they're so nice. So, but when one's like, yeah, yeah. it goes yeah. down, yeah. it's like. This attorney just <laughs> made him snap. But it's, it's amazing, though. Sometimes. Were, it's good to know that he good. has. No, it's I'll tell you guys, like, in a real estate <clears throat> transaction, because I, I practice divorce laws, too. And, and that's, you hit zero to 60 very quickly, right? <laughs> but in real estate, it's supposed to be a friendly transaction, you know, mm -hmm. at the end of the day. It's it's amicable. You're supposed to, it's a good moment in, in a buyer's life. It's mm -hmm. a good moment in a seller's mm -hmm. life most of the time. Um, so you don't want to create friction where there doesn't have to be friction. And there are some Absolutely. attorneys who just yes. start off that way mm -hmm. right off the bat. And we don't need that kind of transaction. It's not good for anybody unless someone pushes your buttons to get to that point. So you want to hear something on that, that story that we were, we were kind of saying? That real estate agent reached out to me almost seven weeks late after closing and says, hey, my son company went to the house to get the, 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 the rider, the sign, the rider, and the post, but it wasn't there. Do you know what happened to it? <laughs> I'm like, did you not see any of the emails? There was a dumpster. They threw it out in the dumpster. It's in a landfill. Like, what, Good luck like, in finding it. Seven weeks later, you decide, hey, the let, audacity. Me, let me send the company out there. Like, How about all the other shit that your client did not remove out of the house? It's just and lied it's about. wild. That's horrible. And then, you know, like, the relationship as far as title companies, which title companies and real estate agents have one of the probably the strongest relationships because we're constantly working with each other to build businesses. Mm -hmm. Because if it's not with, if it doesn't start with the realtor getting business, then I, I, your guys' professions would make no money. You guys would need us to make that. And, and at the same time, it does go for a circle because you guys also are, what was that noise? That was just my coffee. Come on. It was just my coffee. Look, it's bubbling. So, but the thing is, the tower company is one of the strongest advocates to help build the real estate agents, like kind of lead generation platform, where the tower company is giving us lists of pre foreclosures. They're giving us different um, community lists or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, Justin, like, why 
like, like, why? Like, I, I, you know, like, what, what is it for you? I mean, obviously, we know at the end of the day what it's for you, but what do you guys more like other companies like what they do for their agents? Like, what is like, what's the play on it? Well, I mean, you said it before. It's it's a pretty vast ecosystem, right? But it starts at the top with you guys, and you know, if you're not generating business and there's no transactions happening none of the other players involved have anything to do. So title companies, attorneys, right down to movers, painters, and, and everything. So it's always in our best interest to help you any way we can. So if there's an opportunity for us to provide lists or, or leads, you know, I know that, you know, after all of your closings, you get, you know, a list of transactions or possible transactions through our smart leads program. And Those, talk about the app as well. So. Yeah, I can. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, like you're, I say it all the time, your success is our success. If, if I support you and you do well, that will trickle down to us. And, you know, and that's how, the, you know, it makes the circle around for, for us. So we, we try to do everything we can to help support our realtors, um, you know, their success. So like you mentioned, we, we do have an app. It's called the Carnegie Agent app. Um, it's powered by Palm Agent, which originally started, you know, a couple years ago as a closing cost calculator. That's really its basic functions. Uh, but now it's morphed into a lot more. And there's so many tools and, and things that you guys can use to not only know your numbers, be a local like expert, but, you know, tell the story that you want to tell. So whether it's using a infographic that explains the numbers of you know, if you're trying to motivate someone to get into the buyer's market or to list, you know, it, it's it's allowing um, you guys to, you know, c kind of curate and, and tell your own narrative on, on how you want to do it. And again, you know, the, our thought is, is that the more business you get, the more business we get if we support you. So, I mean, it's it's pretty simple in the, in the, the principle of it. You know, and, and as you're saying, like, Sin, you know, just something came up to mind is, you know, your guys' relationships are not, you guys are making more relationships with the attorneys. Cause you our, our relationship is more towards the title companies. Title companies. So I, I know you, you guys all have the dynamic, but we, we just do the settlement portion of everything. So we help other title companies close. So <clears throat> most of the title companies that we work with, they've shut down their closing departments because there's also less liability for them. And we've actually been able to close all of their files, right, right. you know, cause They'll do the. They'll concentrate on title and title only, and then we'll do the settlement portion of everything. So it's more. Our yeah, our relationships are the attorneys and title companies, but mostly uh, the title company. Now, and then when you guys talk about settlement, just you know, you're, you're elaborating. You're just elaborating. Like, <coughs> what are you guys collecting? Like, you you guys, without you guys, the, uh, you know, to pretty much, if you think about like, you guys are the Mariano Rivera of of, of the game. Right, you're Ooh. coming out. Wait, can you put that in hockey terms? Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> so, not right. I'm not baseball. All right, so here we go. Regular <laughs> season, tied score, right? Everyone gets, you know, the tied score goes in penalty shots. Home team has the last, you know, is the goal. Aren't good with the penalty shots. Okay, right. so, <laughs> so I'm just, I was just trying to make it. You're a Nico. You're right. a Nico. Who Am I a Nico? Okay, how about, how about this? What's his last name? Hersher? Yeah, you're Hersher. a Nico. All right, yeah, how about this? Go. It's game seven, the first round of the playoffs, right? Okay. Dells are playing the Rangers. It's game seven. You need to show up, and you need to show up big. Oh, yes. You yeah. win, you go to the next round. Yeah. Right? So we go yeah. with that. Yeah. So you're the person, you know, at the end, like, you're high leverage, right? You're in a high leverage situation, high pressure situation. Mm -hmm. You're collecting monies from who? 
And where are you sending all this money? Yeah, that's the that's the scary part about it. So yeah, we're collecting uh, monies from the buyers that are coming to closing, okay. as well as the attorneys if they're holding deposits mm-hmm. and the lender. So and what else? What else? Who and now who are you paying? And yeah, we're paying you... out the agents, well, the realtors. We're you guys' favorite person. Yes. But you guys are also collecting money from the lender. You're also paying yes. out the yes. taxes for the borough, uh, for the Pay towns. Offs, taxes, judgment liens. Like, yeah, continue, go, keep on going, because people don't understand. Credit cards, so sometimes people, when they get the loans, you know, the lender will tell them, okay, well, you need to pay off these 15 credit cards that you have open. So I have to get each statement for each card. <laughs> but um, it's more, you know, it's a little detailed. It's, you know, what the lender wants and what the selling side needs and what title company needs. So we just put it all together in one. Yeah. yeah. So sellers proceeds, yeah, taxes, payoffs. You just, just oh, switch to my card. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a laundry list of things uh, that we we pay out. I mean, we're kind of that that uh, liaison between a seller and a buyer when it comes to funds. You know, so that's why our job is so important because, you know, like. New York is so different. Like they, the, the buyer comes to closing with a bunch of checks, you know, yeah. and they're just paying this person and that person where a buyer just pays one check at closing and we do the rest. So we're responsible for making sure that the payoffs get uh, sent in a timely fashion, you know, um, that the, the seller gets their money, that the attorneys get their money, that the realtors get their money, um, you know, that, um, you know, that the documents get recorded, you know, so we have to send documents to the county for recording. So, um, you know, the taxes get paid. So, <clears throat> so there's really just, you know, it, it varies, but there's generally, you know, most of the time it's just getting everybody paid at the closing. So all that money comes in and then all that money goes right back out when it comes to um, settlement services. But it's a it's a huge like risk and liability. Like it's yes. a lot to manage because yes. we, you know, up yes. in North Jersey, we also act mm-hmm. as a settlement agent. When we operate in South Jersey, we usually mm-hmm. use somebody like yourself. But I mean, nowadays, I mean, there's so much, Joe, you know, like with uh, fr- wire fraud and all yeah. of that. I mean, people can get, you know, you can get jammed up really quick if you don't have somebody who like knows their stuff and like mm-hmm. is got measures in place to make sure that you know, the, the wire, everything's done electronically yeah. now, you know, I mean, you know, so. We're very like, diligent on that just yeah. because a lot of people. How scary is that, though? It's so it's scary. scary. We still have attorneys that send us wiring instructions in a body of an email. I'm like, what are you doing? This is not like 2008. <laughs> but it's, it, it's Now, can, it's can we just scary. elaborate? Can we just elaborate? Or do you want to elaborate? I'm, I'm pretty sure, Joe, you don't do, do you, that. But I, I gotta change that my there's practice. Still, there's still, there's, it's still out there. It's more of like you need everything Actually, formal. Go ahead. I have a quick question um, because one of the things I like about uh, Carnegie is that they will allow my buyers to come to closing with a bank check. And I noticed that some other title companies don't always do that. They require actual wires, uh, yeah, which I, I mean, I, I guess it, it, from a liability standpoint, so, that could be safer. So on our end, we offer any either wire or cashier's check. It's mm-hmm. up to the buyer because we don't want to force them to do a wire right. when in reality they felt more comfortable with a bank check. But it also depends so on the transaction. It depends too. on the transaction. Like a cash, like a cash deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Sorry. No, on a cash deal, it's we have to have a wire because we need those good funds available for the seller to have that same day. Mm-hmm. But if they want to bring a bank check, the bank check should be done uh, the day before closing because even with cashier or bank checks, it still takes 24 hours to clear. So I've had other agencies and they said, well, you know, my agency, they're allowing me to, you know, bring a bank check for same day and, 
you know, pay the sellers with the wire. I'm like, well, they're using funds that they have in the mm-hmm. account from another closing. And mm-hmm. technically, That's you're not supposed that. to do that. That's commingling. It, yeah, it's it's commingling, but it still yeah. happens. Um, with us, we're, like Cindy and I, we're... You guys we, are by the, seminar, the With the seminars, we're so... We're very on top of everything because we are scared of that. You know, it takes just one wrong move and your whole company shuts down. Yeah. You know, so... I mean, I know that there's some agencies and some people that are still like, why are you making me do this extra step? I'm like, look, I'm doing this extra step because I'm here for you. I'm trying to look out for you. You know, you don't want your money going to X, Y, Z when it's supposed to come to us. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, we, sorry, <laughs> long story short, it's, you know, it's either or we don't force the person to, to do to one to the other question, one. Um, I think a lot of agents do wires because it's safe. It's 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 they don't have to think about it. They don't have to worry. Um, a fraudulent bank checks out there. But yeah, well, when we do get bank checks, though, we call the bank to verify that cashier's check still. Yeah. Especially yes. with credit unions, because there's a lot of fraudulent credit union checks. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Before wires were a thing, we would always get the notifications that there was fraudulent bank checks. Wow. So you know, and now uh, the age is like, oh, wires, wires, wires. But now we're almost reverting back reverting to cash, back, and, yeah. and now we're getting those notices again. It's like it's going to be just a it, seesaw. It's, just it's a mix. Like, yeah, honestly, it's a mix. Now, can but, someone just elaborate why? Because you know, people were talking about the wires, and you know, the, can someone just elaborate why for people listening don't, don't understand what it's meant, you know, what what you guys are talking about, what, the dangers of wire and the body of the email, like you said, so, you know, some attorneys, old-fashioned attorneys, not Joe. Uh, Joe doesn't do that. And, and just to make it clear, I don't want people. <laughs> I mean, what happens is, uh, and it's very simple. Some of these hackers, you know, it, it's uh, Yahoo accounts. It's AOL. Some people still have AOL. Um, Gmails. They, they, what they do is they monitor conversations, and they see, uh, you know, who's who in the in that conversation, and then they start um, spoofing this person. So as easy as it might be as, you know, spoofing us, spoofing realtors. I've had where, you know, um, and just spoofing means spoofing means basically you're just acting like, yeah, they're pretending their email is almost identical minus something. Oh, they could be be using the exact same number and everything. Yeah, It could be as simple as, um, an N being an R and an I, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it, they're just, it looks exactly the same, but if you really look at the email, Mm -hmm. it's, they're just manipulating the letters a little bit. Yep. They're taking your signature, you know, in the email and just being like, Hey, you know, I'm Cindy from key settlements. And, you know, can you just wire us $60,000, you know, and you know, buyers, you know, they're so excited about buying it and they're like, yeah, like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. And then they just, you know, just send out their life savings without yep. thinking like, oh, let me make a phone call. Let me verify. Let me check first. with my attorney yep. to make sure like, hey, is Cindy real? You know, am I supposed to be sending her a wire? So, uh, you know, we always try to tell people like, please call us. Like that's one of the things that's part of our verification process is, all right, if we get seller's proceeds, we got to call them. We got to make sure the phone number's legit. Like, not just the phone number that's on the document. Like, we Google. We're almost like detectives in that way. That's amazing. We have to find out. And even with payoffs. Like, that's another thing Mm -hmm. that was becoming a a very um, widespread thing was payoffs. People were giving us payoffs, like, from Wells Fargo. And it's not the account number for Wells Fargo. Oh, wow. You know? So we have to verify 
anytime we're sending money electronically like that, it, you know, commission bills, like sometimes realtors want their commissions wired. We do not just rely on what's been provided to us. Like we have to do our due diligence and making sure that, okay, like even the phone number is legitimate for an attorney that we have to call to verify their instructions. So um, yeah, it, it's scary. Like, and they're getting even more ballsier. Um, I had uh, somebody provide us fraudulent instructions and um, the attorney, in air quotes, called and said, hey, you know, you got instructions in the, in the originals, but they've changed and, you know, I'm sending you new ones. And I'm like, no, thankfully I knew the attorney. Wow. And that's why it's so important to have that team. Absolutely. Because I knew the attorney and this guy had like an accent. And I'm like, um, you're not the attorney. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I appreciate it if you didn't call me back. Yeah. And, but that's, that's the whole importance of like knowing who you're working with and yeah. being so almost like, um, I don't want to say paranoid, but almost like cautious. Of, I guess like, you have to be paranoid you know, in this. It, it, I mean, really. for everything all three of you guys do, there has to be a sense of paranoia. Uh, pa <clears throat> paranoia. Paranoia. Yeah, yeah, I got you on this Thank fumble. You. Thank you very much. Unlike compartmentalized, like yes, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it has to be some type. I mean, as far as legal-wise, I mean, that's everything you're writing, you got to make sure that it's you know, you're not going to get yourself... Disbarred, yeah. but think, anything you, you're sending, you know. You gotta like, be very careful. Yeah, uh, everything you have. To, I always think of everything with the mindset that it, this could be, you know, scrutinized by a judge, by you know, a third party at some point in the future. So you gotta, even though you may want to say something in an email, you have to gauge yourself and, and check your temperature before you ever send. Now, why is it that us real estate agents are writing this 13 page, or we filling out this 13 page contract, right? Um. Have our clients sign it, initial every single page after all this information that we're putting in, only for you guys to say, I disallow this contract, do not approve <laughs> of it, and I'm going to be sending you my writer, and the writer comes up like 36 hours later. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I spent all this time on, I, I could have been at the beach, I could have been at the lake, I could have been at my kid's birthday party, no, my clients wanted me to do this, rather than just sending and uh, you know, tend to offer letter, you know, letter like intent to I, I don't know the origination. Nobody knows. I, I mean, I'm, I assure, I assume that at some point the legislature in New Jersey thought it was a good idea to have this contract. It creates more work for realtors, creates more work for attorneys. I mean, uh, that's my best guess on it right now. Like, there's know. no rhyme or reason. It makes it, it is kind of duplicative and, and redundant, you know. Um, and then when realtors aren't involved, we just send pretty much a contract that says the same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's like it's like hey i know you guys are not you know like honestly like if i do anything in south jersey i'm just sending an intent to purchase yeah um and then it, it doesn't really it doesn't oh no no i don't do i'm sorry excuse me i don't do an intent to purchase i do an intent to purchase on a on a condo uh co-op mm -hmm. is what i do on south jersey when i know they're not going to use an attorney i use that 13 page contract yeah now give you an example of what happened we had a uh, a divorce couple who told me that the wife was going to use you the husband did not and I'm like bro you're by the time you guys split his fee we're talking about a few hundred dollars yeah. like you know whatever it is I'm like it's like you guys are you guys are talking about pennies compared to all the fees you guys are be spending you're talking about pennies right and unfortunately in the transaction you're the most underpaid in the profession in the transaction and have the most 
it's a volume business. Yeah. And, and a lot of liability on my end. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. So it was a 13 page thing. And I put down and they, you know, we, I'm like, they're like, yeah, I'm like, listen, guys, read the contract word for word because it's going to come up. We can't, once you guys agree, we can't go back. You guys are, we're on the contract. So in South Jersey, a lot of the home, the, a lot of the CCOs are like home inspections. They're super detailed. You can fill a CCO by having a bathroom light that's out. <laughs> you can, yeah, it, it's pretty. Which just happened. It, which happened in this house. Uh, but on top of it, the st one of the stove, it was an electric stove. They had propane. Elect one of the burners on the electric stove wasn't working. Uh, the grass was cut long or whatever. So the husband goes, well, tell them I'll repair all this stuff. I'll do all the, re I'll, no, I'll fix, I'll do the repairs of such and such. But if something happens with the CCO, I will not address it. No, hold on. Excuse me. I, I got it now. We offered a, they offered a sales concession okay. in lieu of repairs. That's what it was, a sales concession in lieu of repairs. The, he goes like this, he goes, I'm like, listen, this is the CCO stuff. Make sure all this stuff is done. He goes, I want you to let them know that in the, in the event I have to do any of the repairs on the stuff I gave credits for, I want my money back. I'm like, you can't. You agreed. He goes, well, it makes no sense. I'm like, you agreed. I can ask them. I'll just say, hey, they want to, they want to, uh, you know, re remove credits because of this. They can say no, and that's how important it is. And they did. No. Is that what happened? No, the, the, the buyer said f no. Yeah. They said that you guys are giving you're giving us a sales concession, and the CCO. Separate is, issue. It's a separate issue. Yeah. So they end up paying four thousand dollars on the CCO stuff that they needed to do, on top of the credits they gave. It was just it was a night. It was. You get that sometimes. It was like a nightmare closing. It was. It was a fun transaction because both sides didn't have attorney, so it was. Like yeah, and then the realtor. Super the fun. Yeah, the, the other realtor. She was the worst. She despised me. She she. She questioned a lot of things about. She uh, having like flashbacks because Cindy and I used to do pet, used to handle Pennsylvania settlements, mm -hmm. and they don't use attorneys over there. So oh. her and I, we would have to get everything from the town. We would have to help in getting like the certificates from the town and all that stuff. So, I can't imagine what you it's guys are giving you PTSD. Like, yeah, PTSD. <laughs> I'm going tonight to Brick on a property that's getting a CCO done yeah. tomorrow to walk it to make sure it's going to pass everything for the CCO tomorrow. So, tonight I have to go for a CAT scan. After my CAT scan, I'm driving down to Brick, which I'm glad it's not on a Friday night during the summertime, which is the worst because that's when it always happens. To go down there to walk the full property to make sure the fire extinguisher is good, the detectors are good. Now, being a fire inspector within the state, I have that luxury that I know exactly what they're looking for. On top of the other stuff, you know, no uh, high grass. If I, you know, I don't know how many times I've cut grass at a house before CCO and stuff like that, but it's just wild. I mean, wait. Speaking of the CCO, do you does do the realtors still assist in that, or I mean, back in the day, they they did or no? It's honestly, I do it. F we do it for our clients that we know that are unable to do it. So if we have an elderly client, we're gonna do it. Yeah. If we have a client that's, you know, we do a lot of stuff that's short uh, short sales. We know they don't have the funds to do it. We'll 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 do it. That's you know what nice. I'm saying? Yeah. That's um, nice. yeah, because at the end of the day, I'm not gonna get paid unless the transaction closes. Mm -hmm. So okay. if the seller doesn't have the funds. 
to pay for the extinguishers, the detectors, the application, mm -hmm. then it gets delayed. I don't get that money. Because you're a good agent. You're a really Aww. good agent. A lot but, of agents don't do that. Sometimes we go to closings and a buyer would ask, okay, so who's my uh, new servicer for gas? And they're like, the agent would be like, I don't know. I'm like, aren't you supposed to but, help them out? But li <laughs> listen, I, I also don't want to advocate and tell you agents. You also help me that change, you have to my, change my door locks on my new house <laughs> that you guys helped me. Aww. Yeah. They do. We go to a little extra. You guys are awesome. You're, you are like that. I could also, I could vouch for that too. Yeah. You guys are like <laughs> family. So. Really? Yeah. But I'm not going to advocate to an agent. This is like, amazing. You have to do it. You guys just CCO. made my day. Like, we just do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not telling... Like, it's the extra added touch we do for some of it's, our clients. Like, just like Joe does... Um, it's like common sense. Um, common Oprah requests. Yeah. It's like, not, it's not one, something yeah. that's a norm yeah. for an attorney to do, that's but true. Joe goes the extra mile for his clients, he and that's deal. something that he does. That was one thing that we used to do for all our clients. We yeah. did it for you. We did it for yeah. you. Yeah. We, and But then once we started just going to Joe as our preferred attorney... Um, and he said he did it. We were like, "What? This is well, amazing!" The first time we got it, because I'm like, "I got, I got the Oprah." And Joe's like, "Why?" He goes, "I've had that already too." Yeah, we could go. <laughs> it, it's a good point, though. I think, um, and when when I when I work with you guys, I'm sorry. Um, when I work with you guys, I know that the CCO is never going to be a problem. And when I work with other agents, it's like you know, sometimes we're getting right down to the wire and like, oh, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, but one thing we're I like get it done anytime soon. The guys? one thing I like about Joe, though, he also grounds me. Mm. He also grounds me. There's, you know, I, I thought I, I thought because I'm your wife, I thought you would have said that about me. But whatever. No, okay. No. Okay, jo go, Joe. Because <laughs> I'll see I'll see something, and Joe's like, dude, you just don't worry about it. Some things. Yeah, I mean, like I was saying earlier, you have to pick your battles, for lack of a better term. And some some of these things, good stuff. Absolutely. In order to get in order to get to the closing table, yeah, it just. Actually, I have a question, guys. Um, maybe you guys could help me out with this, right? So sure. I notice that sometimes at my closings, um, maybe a seller, a seller's realtor will show up just unannounced. You know, they haven't let anybody know that they're coming, and they're they come waiting for their check, and you know we don't have it, you know, because that wasn't announced. From a title company's perspective, is there? Um, I don't know, a liability with sending all the checks automatically to closing and then returning them if if the realtor doesn't show up? Uh, we always bring the realtor's checks to okay. closing unless there's a specific, um, it, there's instructions from the attorney or the realtor letting us know, oh, no, bring, you know, overnight the check uh, to the attorney along with my commission check. But we always bring it to closing. And then if they're not at closing, we FedEx it mm -hmm. um, overnight to their their um, address on their commission statement. So. Okay. Because you never know who's going to show up. I mean, That's I know during COVID, everyone's not, but now... Yeah. So now, yeah, and then some. sometimes they'll just show up unannounced. Yes. You know, which is, you know, problematic because I don't know that they're going to be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, know, no. We we, yeah, we always definitely have it because we don't want that situation. It's awkward. Now, why is title optional? People we don't realize, but title is optional. So, owner's title, title is, is optional, optional not, not lender's. Not lender's yeah, title. exactly, but I'm saying, the, if the bank is have, has title insurance... Why does the buyer so, need it? Uh, I can answer that. Um, <laughs> or, I mean, just as you can answer it too. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no. So, what happens is a loan loan policies only insures up to the loan amount. So, if you're only borrowing two hundred thousand, but you're putting in four hundred thousand dollars, that two hundred thousand dollars extra is not covered. So, mm. you really like this is a huge investment for anybody. So, wouldn't you want to be covered for your investment on that? Mm -hmm. So when they say it's optional, it always 
um, blows my mind because I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, I I want my two hundred extra $200,000 being protected. Like, I want to know that me as the owner owns this property free and clear, that nobody's going to question, you know, my ownership or, or try to take that away from me. So, so yeah, I mean, lender's title, but it's it's limited. It's only to protect the lender. It's not to protect you as the owner. Absolutely. So it's so important. Like, um, I we had a situation, I think, at the old title company that we worked with where the buyers didn't get or the sellers didn't get an owner's policy. I think it was like a transactional between family when they got it. So they never got a policy for themselves. And the prior mortgage was never discharged. So in most cases, we could always rely on prior policies to help in situations like that. But in their case, we couldn't because they never got one. So it was it was it delayed closing. It was problematic because they had to go through extra steps to clear it up. So um, if they had gotten an owner's policy, it would have been an easy fix. So quick, quick, honest, one, one more. Go for, one go for. So when, <laughs> when you have a, um, like say for example, I get this a lot. Um, when a couple goes through a divorce, one spouse uh, transfers his interest in the property to another one via quick claim or whatever. Um, it was my understanding that a new title policy is not necessary in that situation. Is that accurate or is that or is it if they had it before yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah because it's just they're both if they were both on the policy then then it just kind of just shifts to shifts. one yeah okay yeah now uh, part of the title you guys are constantly going to the county right like what are you guys looking what are you guys looking for like what to get to the point where they're having this kind of discussion you know about the titles policies and all that stuff like what are you guys like what? Do you, what? Do you yeah, I mean, it's what we kind of covered already. I mean, we're looking for liens, judgments, anything that could, you know, potentially. But is that all like different departments you guys are going? Like, how do you? What do you guys? So, what do you guys do? Like, you're just like, hey, I'm going to. You go to the clerk saying, hey, listen, this is an address. Like, what? What's the process? Yeah, I mean, it used to be back in the day, you'd have to like physically go down there. Now we can do, you know, a lot of it electronically. But yeah, we're, we're trying to pull any and all documentation related to the property and the people who currently own it. And getting back to the point of like, what we were just talking about before is like, why, you know, optional, you know, it, it technically is optional, but why would you not? Like, so most of the issues that come up with title are all errors, like human error. Like, you know, like we, we had a, uh, a transaction where somebody was trying to purchase a lot or purchase a property. And when we searched it, the previous title company missed it, but the two houses that were right next to each other, the block and lot were reversed. So the previous people bought the wrong house. Like, so it, it was, it was, yeah, it, it somehow it, it made it through and it was like a, it was a real clusterfuck to try to get it all <laughs> under, you know, to get it all done. So this is the, this is the stuff you're looking for. And again, it's just, it was, it wasn't anybody did it maliciously. Like when I, you know, we're talking about fraud and all of those things Absolutely. like, yeah, okay, that happens. But like. Sometimes just people invert numbers on a on a page, They're like just you know, yeah. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> you better compartmentalize that uh, that pronunciation <laughs> there. But yeah, I mean, it's it's really that's what it, what it comes down to. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but we see so many property line disputes. I mean, that's like a big thing oh. for title. So like, you know, obviously, you know, you don't need to get a survey, but you should. A hundred percent. Most lenders no. are going to require it. I advocate it, for that a lot. Know? So but, now, know. that's perfect, right? Now you get, a, you get a survey and you find out, you find out that um, there's, there's no easement, but 
the person behind you is walking through the property and you don't want that. Can you stop that? It's simple as like even like a party wall, like, you know, just you have a shared driveway and you didn't realize it. So it's like, who's responsible for taking care of it? No, but even if like there are fences on the property, yeah, you're buying the house, you don't, you want to use the full property and say the fence is within five feet with the boundary line. Yeah. I mean, that would be, you know, that would escalate to a potential claim on the other person's title insurance. You know what I mean? Hopefully they have insurance. It, it would get worked out, you know, eventually, but you'd have to get multiple people involved and, and stuff like that. But this is the importance of why you need it, because otherwise you're just standing there with, with no shield, no protection, you True. know, and in the case where you're saying, oh, just a lender bought the policy. Well, they're covered for their part. Yeah. You're out on your own. So you're asked like, out. You better yeah. go figure it out. It's It could be as simple as like, you know, you think that you, you, you know, you're going in looking at a house and you're like, oh my God, look at this huge yard. And then you find out that you don't really own half the, of the that, yard. Yeah. Yep. That it's, it belongs to, you know, the town maybe, or, mm-hmm. you know, it's wetlands or, or whatever. And you think that you can, I'm going to put a pool and this, that, and the other thing. No yeah. pool and on that. A survey yeah. will tell you that, you know, that's, um, you know, and it's just nice to have, like, you know, like I, I want to see my little property and Absolutely. my little, you know, um, piece of land that I own, but, um, the little, the little yeah, rock it could trail. Be, yeah. Yeah. It could be as simple as just what do I really have? And title will insure you based on the most recent yes. survey, right? Yes. So yes. Yeah. yeah. Also very important. And even Get having an old survey too, sometimes within a certain amount of years, mm-hmm. uh, if the like seller... Five? Um, it, it varies. It used to be seven. Yeah, we, I think it depends on the, we it accept, depends on the underwriter, right? Yeah, well, our yeah. underwriter will accept seven with seven, an affidavit. Right? Yeah. So, you know yeah. I mean. As long as there's no changes. Right. Mm-hmm. So they didn't put like an addition or, you know, something significant that would have changed from and that last time. And that saves seven, eight hundred dollars. Maybe more, depending well, on the if you, get, if you also get property Yeah, so even markers. asking the sellers for their old survey helps tremendously. Yeah. And, and uh, that's one thing that uh, real estate agents do. Like, if there's a survey, they'll throw it on the MLS. Um, but you know what's funny is they never throw a survey that's younger than seven years. I just realized that. Yeah. It's all old. It's um, old. I just want to segue really quick mm-hmm. into a little plug for myself because right when ahead. you use Carnegie <laughs> Title, all of your documents get uploaded into what's called Digital Docs. And this is a secure platform that your buyers now can access all of this stuff. So when they go to sell and they need a copy of their and their their back title and all of that, and they need a copy of their survey and their mortgage and all of that, it's all in one easy, convenient spot for them. Um, so I just, like, again, I just want to you know, you know, throw, cool. throw that little shout out in there. It's also know? important come to income tax time. Yeah. comes April, you forget where you put those documents, especially if you bought the house in... Uh, let's just say you built the house in June. You have no clue where the document. You know what my right? problem is? I always forget the code to my safe. So like you know, what I mean? it's always a real like you know what I mean. Not that I got much in there, but it's like oh man, what's the and then I gotta like go out and figure so it out. Tell them what we tell all our clients about the email thing. Oh, create an email for your house and send everything to. Yeah, that's smart. One two three Main Street at Gmail. Exactly. Don't use AOL, right? <laughs> <laughs> I still have an AOL, actually, an AOL account. Of course you do. You're probably the only person on AOL <laughs> Insta Messenger right now, <laughs> it, hanging out in the, the chat room guy. alone. <laughs> ASL real quick. ASL. <laughs> Talking to some guy who's like, who's like 14 years Still old. Still dialing so. up. Yeah. 
Those were the days that he's you come up Javon, from school. get off the <laughs> phone. <laughs> he's basically just trying to steal your uh, title, uh, your your deed to your house. But that's all right. You know, and that was a, the final thing I wanted to kind of bring up before we ended the podcast is people are constantly always saying about how the house was pretty much stolen or sold because someone stole the title of the property. Like, mm-hmm. what does that mean? If you guys can kind of throw that in a nutshell before we wrap it up. Um, I mean, it's as simple as just getting a deed recorded. I mean, everything's online, everything's public knowledge. So somebody can easily search your property with the right information and, you know, just generate a deed and get it recorded in the county. So, um, yeah, I mean, it it happens, unfortunately. Um, There's a lot of clever people that can mimic signatures and get the right notary, I guess, to notarize yeah. things? And, or? and unfortunately, they prey on senior citizens. Yes, that's, that's large true. Star, yes. You know what I mean? They pay, they pay on senior citizens or like um, vacant land. Like if you yes. own yeah. vacant yeah. land, people are always trying to steal that because then they could, you know what I mean? So well, you yeah. do got to, you know, you do got to protect yourself. And there are ways that you can actually register your property. Uh, I forget the name of the website, um, but you can register to get alerts if anything starts going I, on with your property. What's, I think it's uh, the counties. Yeah, I think, you, um, each, each county. Each individual county has some feature there's that company, and it eludes me, but um, the guy, from what I heard, uh, was familiar with this because I think he had tried it or done it, and then he created this company to help. It's probably the stuff that you see on like the commercials and things like that. Like but, Title Lock or yeah, whatever yeah. at 4 a.m.? So <laughs> I think he was like very versed in it, so that's why he created it. Oh, my God. That, those knew. commercials, my dad would call, when I first got this job, he called me. He's just like, do I need to buy this? And I'm like, yeah, just stop. <laughs> yeah, like, my mom was the same uh, way. She's just but like, he also oh, bought the, uh, I think he also bought the uh, car warranty insurance from Shaquille O'Neal on TV. Stop it. So I'm like, dad, stop buying stuff. You don't go need to. Go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. Yeah, so no. No, it's uh, but there's I a lot of there, I can empathize with your father. Yeah, because I'm sure you do and, a little yeah, shopping. Yeah, absolutely. At 4 HSA and QVC. <laughs> My insomnia and me, we just hang out a lot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But again, I mean, really, it's it's when you're in, involved in any of these type of transactions, you want to work with people that you know and trust and that have good reputations. You, yes, you know absolutely. what I mean? It's, it comes down to it. And, mm-hmm. you know, again, we, we, we mentioned underwriters. Like, we only use two underwriters, the two largest and the most reputable in the U.S. So, like, your policy is going to be written with, you know, uh, with a good company. So it's not like, you know, some people, you can actually shop title insurance, which is crazy, you know, or the company, especially when it comes to settlement. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of variation there. I mean, um, but, like, the cost of the insurance premium has to be the same. So whether you come to Carnegie title or you know, ABC title, mm-hmm. the insurance policy is regulated by the state and that has to be the same. But the other things like, you know, the settlement agents and, and those fees, there are a little different. So people do shop and they go, sometimes they, they'll they like hire somebody just because it's the cheapest price and you don't know. You pay what you get for. Yeah, you yeah, get what you exactly. pay for and you could be, you know, you could be you using a, like some, <laughs> you know, some fly-by-night company. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It's the same thing that applies with attorneys as well. You can get an attorney that's not um, their their specialty is not real estate. They can be doing whatever else under the sun, and then that can also make or break a transaction because if that person doesn't know the laws or doesn't know what's happening 
with real estate, how are they going to protect you? It's like going to a head doctor well, for a foot injury. You yeah, know, that's, like, a, that's a good piece of advice. Don't shop for an attorney at 4 o'clock <laughs> in the morning on, uh, on infomercials. On <laughs> like, call somebody else. Call Joe. Just get checked in first. Sometimes, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes when we do closings and I see the attorney fee, 900, I'm like, ooh. Dang, this one's going to be, be rough. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to be as an assistant at this point. Without saying the the attorney's name, it could be that Italian meat attorney. Oh, my God. Yes. The one that you were talking to me about? Yeah, when I, they, they the introduced one, yeah. me. Oh, my He's God. Like, I, do, I told you, yo. I told yo, you. Yo, the guy comes up to me and he goes, I do closings for $800. No, $700. Yeah. And I bring him here for a steak dinner. And I'm like, he goes, I just want, I want to do 100 closings per week. I'm like, I told you, I'm like, something's stay up away, with this guy. Man. And then you, then you see he got indicted, arrested, and now in jail. I'm like, whoa. He also said he did like 100 vacations a year. Yeah, he and did. he's like, I could get you to that, to that level. I'm like, uh, yeah. talking smack. I, yeah, I, dude. Story real estate. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Joe has been waiting to talk. No, Joe has no, been no, grabbing the mic I, I don't remember for the last five minutes. Point. <laughs> you know what? So one thing that we do right as we kind of wrap out our show, we kind of just do your final thoughts. You know, final thoughts. Wait, you know. can I just say something? I yeah. didn't know you guys were across the uh, from Karina. Yeah. I have to go there right now. Oh, do closing. you really? Yeah. Oh, look <laughs> right at that. afterwards. You can, you can, <laughs> you can, you can I can walk over. over. Tell her Literally. to say hello. I'll tell her. Yeah. I, I, I see Karina her, Gorfin. I see her ever so often because uh, she lives close to us. And when we go to Whole Foods in Closter, yeah. I'll see her from time oh. to time at Closter. Yeah. yeah at Whole Foods. Yeah. But, um, you know, just final thoughts. Uh, you know, there's guys can throw some stuff about your business. About just the the profession your favorite, itself. Your favorite parts of the transaction, yeah, whatever. Like whatever, whatever your final, final thoughts are, and uh, kind of show close the show. Jay, Justin, you want to go because I know you have to cut. You have to go to uh, Ridgewood. So uh, once you start us off. Yeah. Um, final thoughts. Wow, I have a lot actually related to this. <laughs> 10 a.m. recording of a podcast. I mean, we covered a lot of a lot of stuff here. So. A lot of everything. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, really, at the end of the day, like I saying, I think that the theme of this is is having a good team and, and pulling that all together and working with people that you know, like, and trust. And I think mm-hmm. that that makes uh, that that makes everything easier. You know, also. You guys as as realtors and everybody else involved, I mean, we're all working towards the same goal. We're educating the clients and guiding them through this process, and we want to see them happy. You asked, you know, what's your favorite part of the transaction? I think we can all agree, you know, when the prop, you know, when the property is sold and it's all done, that's probably the best part of the transaction. Absolutely. Uh, you know, for me, it's when the order comes in because it's like, okay, I hear the I hear the cha-ching, you know what I mean? But yeah, so but uh, you know, because that's how I, you know I count my bread that way. But um, yeah, I mean, again, I I think it's just really the the theme is teamwork here and and mm-hmm. you know working with people that like have their clients best interests at heart and I can speak there's a lot of real estate agents that do not do that they are they look after their wallet first and it sucks we're it sucks working with them but you really want to be involved with people um, you know that that put their clients first and I feel like we do that and I know you guys all do that as well Uh, the last thing I'll finally say is you know, if you do live in Dumont, you know, I think you should really consider <laughs> voting for Nico for mayor. I mean, Look listen, at that. You, could, you couldn't ask for a better candidate. He works so hard for his family, works so hard for his business. Column and, one. And he will he will work so hard for the uh, the lovely city of Dumont. So uh, go, Burrow. Nico. Borough. I'm sorry. They're not a city. Maybe you'll make them a city once you uh, some of your economic development plans I've heard of all of them. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, just uh, you know, I, I, you know, I love you guys, and you and know, just to know there's no plans. I have none. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. You got a lot going on up there. I know you do. So that, I'll leave you with that. And uh, thanks for having us. Hey, buddy, I appreciate it. Thank I love you. you. God bless, man. For the brotherhood. Thanks for joining us. And that's Justin Griffin. That's Justin dot Carnegie dot title dot title Instagram. right. Uh, on Instagram. Slide in his DMs if you have any questions, concerns, comments. And, uh, He's always happy to answer you, Are them. you running for chief this year? Uh, no, two more years. Two more years? Yeah. All right. Future chief of the uh, Rochelle Park Fire Department right there. Hey, look at Maywood. that. Maywood, Maywood. I get you guys confused <laughs> all the time. <laughs> God bless Bye, you. Bye, Justin. So uh, who, who wants to go up next? Girl, I'm, I'm going to let Cindy close this one out. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Let's do it. Um, Cindy, I am so sorry I didn't get you a headphone. I, that's okay. I just I'm realized winging that, it. I'm, I'm easy. I'm so, so sorry. By the way, I brought her because I needed her. Boy. She's more of the talker about the settlement. I'm more, you know. Again, You're the background. I'm the background. You're the, I got the whip. I'm I got the, the chain. Not the whip and the chains, but I'm like, we got to get this closed. Cindy, yep. go ahead. Go. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I become a geek when it comes to title and that's why I was like oh raise my hand yes I know, I know right. the answer I, know the, I think that's why we make good partners we're Absolutely. both Cynthia's by the way yes yeah. yes yeah we're both Wait. Cynthia's hold of what yeah. I know your I didn't real know name that. Is Cynthia yeah. her real name is Cynthia I did not no know way. that I know when I yeah. first met Cynthia because I used to sign my letters Cynthia uh-huh and then she's like well I'm a Cynthia I was like oh I don't go by Cindy and I was like oh okay wait Cindy's <laughs> short for Cynthia yeah yeah I, I didn't know. It, neither did I. Yeah. I never knew that. I would think So I met her in 2008, and when we first started, I remember applying for the job, and when I went in, I'm like, okay, I need to get serious. I need to get paychecks every two weeks. This is after Fridays, actually. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> it was after yeah. Fridays. I was telling you, I'm like, I'm worried. I need to get a paycheck every week or every two weeks. Anyways, so we went in, and the whole Cynthia, th- Cynthia thing, Paula at the time, she was our boss. Shout out to Paula Zwyron. Um, she's like, okay, so do you go by Cindy or Cynthia? I was like, uh, Cynthia, my mom named me Cynthia, Cynthia. and that's yeah. what I go by. And they're like, okay, well, Cindy, you're going to go by Cindy. Yeah, you're going to go by Cindy. I'm Which not. is fine. I mean, that's what there I was always, no I always <laughs> go by Cindy. But, How, like, now I have to but Paula's like, you're hired because you know what you want. I was Absolutely. like, Absolutely. And you stand How, on it. How old is your daughter now? Uh, she just turned 14. Jesus oh, wow. August Christ. last month, no I know. Way. I'm like, Hours is and, seven going on 15 as well. And she's so funny. Well. She's like, well, I'm officially a teenager because I've been a teenager for a year now. So, like, now I know what a teenager is like. Oh, Absolutely. my God. That yeah, is amazing. Yeah, time's flying. So, um, but I guess my, yeah, my final thoughts, I mean, with real estate, like I said, I could be a total geek when it comes to title and things like that. We've been doing it for so long. Um it's just, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I can mimic what Justin said. Is It's really the team because, like you said, like all these things, there's so many professions, so many people out there that are doing this and getting the right group of people together really is like a powerhouse of just getting real estate done on, you know, and, um, you know, just like I, I'm a big advocate of that, you know, just making sure. Like we've Absolutely. we've been very picky kind of with our clients too. Yeah, like we've awesome. actually had to let go of attorneys that we didn't align with. Oh, wow. Um, so just it just, yeah, they, I mean, they don't support us, you know, um, if you have somebody that's just going to kind of throw you under the bus, like that's not what yeah, we want. Yeah, that's not what you want to be. Exactly. Um, same thing, you know, on both sides, like lenders and title and, and, and realtors. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's important. And I think that's what makes the real estate a lot easier for, for a lot of people when you have that. So, um, and just being educated. I mean, everything's changing. 
So like doing seminars and continuing education because things change constantly, I, I think is important too in, uh, as the time grows. So yeah, that's awesome. my thoughts. Awesome. And Mr. DiPiazza. Yeah, guys, so um, just adding on that, <laughs> that final theme of team, um, one of the most important components of it is the experience that our clients get from our collective, right? We have very nuanced experience here. We have a lot of attention to detail, and we have a lot of enthusiasm about what we do, which makes our process much better, right? We are very devoted to our clients, and it really shows when, we, when we're able to close out our transactions. So thank you guys for having me on. It's been a blast no, here this morning. It's, it's an honor to have all you guys onto this show. I mean, you know, we're, we have our schedules booked for at least the next six weeks. Yeah. And the, how easy was to book all three of you guys, and, and of course, Cindy as well, but you guys have three different businesses and all you guys to come in on the exact same time to to make time for to, us to make time for us. Time we are anything for you guys. Like, we are so lucky. Like we are so lucky. We're right? honestly blessed with the people that we have in our lives, the relationships that we've built, friends, mm -hmm. and everything on every single level. We're honestly blessed. Yeah, it, it, we are. I mean. Like Cynthia is like an aunt to our. They call you Tia Chia. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, like you're, you're our kids, you know, and both our kids can wipe their own ass. So yeah, <laughs> so no. now you can watch them both. Now <laughs> I can watch them. Well, yeah. I watched G before. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yo, but... I'll watch them as long as they wipe their own ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That That's was the a, only way I like, can do that. That, that was, was the only requirement. That was, that was the deal for her. She goes, listen, yeah, I'll watch your kids. that was a non-negotiable. She goes, they can sleep over. They can hang out all day. Yeah. I miss the days when I used to come over and just clean I your know, kitchen just I because. Know. <laughs> Dude, she was, was the best, bro. Like, that was actually also the worst. I'm like, yo, like, why do I have your yeah. friend coming in with, with stainless, stainless steel cleaner cleaning the refrigerator? And she's OCD, so she, everything that was stainless steel, she I wanted to I rearranged like, their like, pantry oh, and everything. Oh, my God. I'm like, does she even realize we have little kids? Kids, like that stainless steel cleaner is just going to introduce more fingerprints. Yep. Like, sure, like they don't. She doesn't know. Like, she doesn't know. I still wanted to do it. Yeah, yeah I, I just know. wanted to do it. it was, so. I just wanted to do it. That's all. No, it's just. It, it was. It was. Uh, it was honestly everything. You know, even like the kids even talk about uh, your wedding. You know, yeah. They, they, oh, they, yeah. They, that was their very first wedding they went to. It really was. Very first it wedding. Was. They went to. Yep. Yes, very I still first. have a picture of G. She gave me her little. Clip. I was like, can Aww. I use it for my wedding? Our little pearl. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I used it. I kept it, actually. Is, <laughs> does she she know? still talks about it. She, she doesn't like, know. I don't think so. She, uh, she you know, what's know. one thing that's cool is Cynthia. So Sasha and I were in um, Anaheim this past uh, President's Day weekend for for something for a business event. Giovanna had a tournament at Hershey Park. Mm-hmm. Now I reached out to my brother. Tia Chia came in clutch. Yeah, I asked my brother. My brother's not available. My parents didn't feel comfortable because you know going to Pennsylvania in February they were afraid of, afraid of snow. Plus, my parents are in their seventies. They don't know how to dress a hockey player, right? I don't even know how to do it. I'm not a hockey you know, mom. We asked Cynthia. She's like, absolutely. I got you. We're like what? And, and we get to go to Hershey Park too. Yeah. She's like, yeah, a thousand. Was super grateful, and then at four o'clock in the morning, you know, I have the phone above my head and I'm watching the game. Yeah. Falling asleep, the phone is dropping, and she's she's off. You know, she, she's filming the game so I can watch it. So, you know, so Gigi knew that I was there, and 
you know, as much as Sasha and Buss is your chop saying how you missed our wedding. Um, <laughs> I was backpacking. She wasn't in invited. America. Remember, Nico didn't invite her. <laughs> so she, she, she was, she was backpacking in South America, but Giovanna for the first time, she goes to me, I'm like, Gigi, I've never missed and I'll never miss any of your games. She goes, Daddy, remember the time that Cynthia took <laughs> us? Oh, no, that's it. Remember the time that Tia, Tia sent, took us to, um, took me to Hershey? And I'm like, Gigi, I yeah, watched. you weren't there, Daddy. She goes, remember that? She goes, I know. You're watching on your phone, but you weren't there, Daddy. Uh-huh. I'm like, yo, this. Mm. So this year, we're they not. They have memory like elephants. This year, like, the business events in Vegas, we're not going to go to Vegas. Oh, my God, no. We're going to be in Hershey Park. I think we got to go to Vegas, bro. Not no. even just one of you? No. I think I think I'm, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know. No. Joe is going to go on your behalf, and me and Joe are going to go together. So this past weekend. We're going to be at Thunder Down Under. This past oh weekend, Gigi had a game. Watching Gigi's game. Yep. Gigi, uh, this, this past weekend, Gigi had a game in Westchester. Oh no, in Yonkers. Westchester. It was in Pelham, so it was at Westchester, right? Oh, my God. And she played. Fun up. She had. Uh, she gave up five goals, but he had nineteen saves. I wasn't there though. Oh, they wow. won, did amazing. They won twenty-two to five, right? So you figure, she does. She lets up those nineteen goals, uh, nineteen saves. They lose the game, right? So she goes, "Daddy, mommy," and this is her first full year of playing everyday goalie, goalie right? Yeah. She goes, "Mommy and John Luigi need to come to my next game." The following game was up in Muncie, Rockland County, and um, the first team they played was a triple a full ice my oh team now gg plays double a half ice they had a backup goalie they took pretty much they they played 20 minutes because it was like a little like uh, round robin they took 23 shots on goal gg led up 11 goals but also made nine saves or that's amazing no, i'm sorry I didn't know. No, I'm sorry. They had, uh, they made 20, I'm sorry, it was 20 shots on goal. JG led up, uh, uh, like I said, she made, led up nine and saved 11. Or no, she gave up 11 and saved nine or whatever it was. Vice versa, whatever. So yeah. basically, the they fact had that one, she saved some, that's amazing. I think the fact still, that she, she saved was, some, yeah, that's all that really matters. Thing, one shot per minute. She's so young, you know. One shot per minute. And she's only been going doing goalie, what, for a month now? Well, yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is her second game. That was her is, second no, game. No, this is her. Third game. Her third this game. This is her third game. That's really good. It is. And the it's other really team, good. their goalie, their their backup goalie was two years being a goalie. Their their main goalie was a year being a goalie. And mm-hmm. this chick is like first and, month in. And I like, just said, so we registered no shots on goal. So you figure these kids had pretty much one shot per per minute, and Gigi yeah. saved every other shot against a triple A team. She did amazing. Wow. So and then I mic'd her up. Holy shit, I mic'd her up. I got I got I got it. Joe is the best thing micing up Gigi. Yo, hold on, hold on. Like, hold on. Like, he was like flip. He told no, on, I was on. like, she was laying down. So I'm like the, the first one that when <clears throat> she got mic'd up, she's like, ah, my, my back hurts like mommy. I was like, No, what so the? I played I played it. Dude, it was the funniest I, thing ever. So I played it. She didn't say my back hurts. She said my oh. legs hurt oh, like mommy's mommy. back hurts. Oh, oh. So that's my bad. So Jeez, my goodness. I'm gonna but play. she was in thing. She was laying down or whatever. So I'm like, goalie, get up! And you hear, and no, she's you like, "That's the, my mom." Flip the stick. Hold on. I'm gonna play right now. I'm gonna play right now. She's like, "That's what I get for bringing my mom to the games, guys." That's my mom. Hold on. <laughs> so. 
Yeah, it was the funniest thing. I can't. Dude, she was on. What, oh, she was on a, some episodes ago. Yeah. She sounds so grown. Dude, she sounds like a whole ass adult. So grown. The person we had on with her, um, Claudia, she has um, a podcast. It's called Claim Your Throne Queen. And she's like an advocate for females in the industry, in anything you pretty much do. And she was with us because she didn't have school. School didn't go back in yet. And she was like, um, Sasha, you got to get Gigi on the mic with me. She's like, this is like such a vibe. And Gigi was loving every minute of it. She's like, Mom. She was just smiling from ear to ear the whole entire episode. And then when she talked, she's like, Claudia, at the end, she's like, Claudia, this was amazing. I hope I could do this more in the future. And we're like, yeah, we're going to have a round two. Because Claudia didn't get to talk much because Gigi was talking. We were talking. No, I mean, I think it was. <clears throat> so we're like, oh, it sounded good? Yeah. I didn't even listen to the episode yet. But it was just so, Gigi was just so happy. I just knowing things like this is going to, like, basically um, have an impact on her future and the way mm-hmm. Like she thinks about herself and it's good the to, female It's good for her to start seeing like some mentors out there. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I know that she's young, but still, it doesn't hurt. Oh my it takes God. a village to raise a kid. Exactly. And even things she say about you, Ram, she's like, Mom, Cynthia's a boss lady and you're a boss lady. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And she's like, Mom, this is amazing. She's like, do you know how proud I am of you? And I look at her, I'm like, bro, how old are you? Yeah. And she's like, Mom, I'm seven. And I'm like, no, I know, but like... <laughs> What seven-year-old, you know, is saying things like this to their mom? And, like, when I get emotional, you know, about Shannon and whatever, and she's, like, she comes to me, and she's, like, Mom, it's okay to get to be sad. It's okay to not be okay, because I say that to her. And I'm, like, yo, what the? Like, dude, it comes full circle. It does. This is why she's dedicated to being a goalie, right? Because right before he passed, um, he saw her, like, one of her games when he went live. And he was, like... Gigi, you're going to be like um, Martin Bador. You're going to be amazing. You're going to do amazing things. That's why. So this year, she was like, Mom, I want to be goalie because of Uncle Shannon, and I know I have it in me. Yeah. And she has this little mantra she says. She's like, I can do it. I will do it. And I will never give up. And I was like, dude, you got this, homie. you like, you're going to do amazing things. And she's like, Mom, she I is. am. She's like, I have she angels. Is. I have everybody rooting for me. This is all I could do is do amazing things. Yeah, but it was, like, so funny. Like, when he mics her up, everybody on her team, bro, like, is, like, infatuated with her. All the moms, they're like, dude, your daughter is playing ice hockey. And she's just a, a dedicated goalie. Mm-hmm. And, dude, this is, like, this is like female power right here. <laughs> so even when she doesn't, when she's, I, I tell Nick all the time, I'm like, regardless if she lets up a goal or saves a goal, right, it still, it doesn't matter. She's trying her best, and that's all that matters. Yeah. And that's all. She's in a male-dominated sports to begin yeah. with. <clears throat> and I'm like, most, bro. Most sports are all male-dominated, yeah. actually. I'm like, dude, no matter what you do, you're a badass. Because at <laughs> seven years old, I was not playing ice hockey. I was playing with dirt in the backyard or something. Putting on lipstick and, like, doing my hair. I was not focused on any type of sports at all. So I'm like, you're doing amazing things. That's good that she's yeah. doing that. Yeah. Did you find it? Killing, I know, no, right? I can't. I thought I saved it. <coughs> I, I, I did save it, but I just. I, you you know, know what part it is? I don't. Yeah, so. She's just singing. This is her goal. Singing? She's just singing. This is. I need water so badly. I just need a little water. I just need water. That's her in general, though. <laughs> it's not even her mic'd up so, behind a goal. That's her yeah. just walking around. <laughs> Legit. Oh, wait, hold on. Is this, 
Did you say that? Remy, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I remember when we went to Hershey, we were looking for something for her at the Target. Yeah. And she was like that the whole time. I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> she just yelled. <laughs> I was like, who are you talking to? Did you meet someone out there? She's like, no, I'm just like talking. I'm like, oh, okay. 24-7, she's a one-man show. Like, for real. all the goddamn time. Oh, my goodness. Like, I'll be cooking dinner, and then I look over, and she's like, she's enjoying me a piece of artwork. And she, she's like, hey, guys, don't forget to comment below and like and subscribe. And I'm like, I'm like, are you on my TikTok? Are you on my Instagram? She's not even, there's no recording. She's like, I'm practicing for when I do get a channel. Oh, here's my goodness. Here's another song. I'm like, what? Here's another song. Oh, my God. That is like the funniest thing ever. I need one song. And she just makes up songs. Sing, I need one song. It's just, she's singing. I need, it's just. But anyway, so, you know, it gives people th- something to look look forward to is that, um, it's you know, it's something to look forward to when it comes down to our mic top. So you'll definitely find that on our Instagram. So yeah. nice. thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone, for joining well, us. I didn't thank get to you. add oh, my yeah, little Schmidt. Thanks, uh, thanks well, you for know, skipping you, over you, me. You sent her um, <laughs> goodbyes. But okay. I'll do my listen. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. It means, again, so much for me. Um, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you can find us on all major, uh, major pa- uh, p- uh, podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Apple, Pandora. Uh, we are international. And guys, until then, thank you so much. And Sage, finish it off. Finish it off. Okay. Um, <laughs> finish him. Sub zero, right? Mortal <laughs> yeah, Mortal Kombat. Look at that. <laughs> Um, see, exactly, guys. Relationships, relationships, and just knowing people. Listen, in the in this realm of business, right? Don't be afraid as clients, um, first-time home buyers, whatever you're trying to do, um, first-time investors, first-time sellers, whatever. Um, don't be afraid to interview people and or real estate agents or lawyers, anybody, attorneys, title companies, these things. Ask questions, guys. If this is your first time around, second, third time around, whatever. Know and try to know the person and try to have that relationship because at the end of the day, um, it comes down to how well you vibe with the person. If you don't vibe with someone, it doesn't matter what they're doing. You're just not gonna, you're not gonna feel it. You're gonna be like, ah, I don't think. It's always gonna be something happening with the transaction that you're not gonna like because you don't like the person. You're not vibing on that level, on that level. Do my <laughs> this is exactly what I'm getting my cat scan done today. But make sure you make sure you know the person and you trust them because in real estate transactions, like Cindy and Cynthia said and uh, Justin and Joe said, everybody said pretty much. Um, in this transaction, it's not an everyday transaction. It involves monetarily. It involves a lot of money. Unless you're spending four or five hundred thousand dollars every other day, then that's totally different. But. <laughs> <clears throat> But know the person, know that you trust the person. And at the end of the day, all we all in the transaction involved in the transaction try to educate our clients as much as possible. So at the end of it all, if somebody asks you a question, you're like, hey, I know this because this was explained to me. It was broken down to me. Um, and you understand exactly what happened in your transaction. Um, not because uh, not because you need to know to tell other people, but just because you need to know for yourself. Mm-hmm. In today's society with social media, um, everything is very education 
forward and teaching people about different things, about making passive incomes or different things, you know, um, house hacking and all these things. Um, at the end of it all, guys, it's just you're just competing against you. Um, just do that 1% better every day. And keep your head up. No matter what you're going through, this too shall pass. And you've got this. And this thing called life, it is a journey. It is a roller coaster. It's everything and some. Some days it's going to be lifing and you're going to be going through a shitstorm. But remember, in, that, in every dark hole, there always is that little peak of light. And at the end of the day, we, we can all get through it. Um, on that note, thank you so much for joining in today. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Justin, even though he bounced. Thank you, Sin. <laughs> thank you, Cindy. Um, and thank you for joining in to the Neighborhood Sellers podcast today. And don't forget to listen wherever you get your podcast. God bless. Here it is. The episode you've been waiting for. The Neighborhood Sellers podcast with your hosts, Nico and Sasha Antanasio. Grab a chair, grab a drink, grab a friend. And enjoy the conversation.